Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. September 29, 2020, the Tax Cheat Edition. We begin with that story as the New York Times uh, publishes information on Donald Trump's tax returns over the past 20 or so years. The most stunning number? Well, uh, for about 18 years, he paid no taxes. And in 2016, he paid $750. 2017, $750. Actually, he paid no taxes in 10 of his previous 15 years. So it tells you right off the top that the president is a tax cheat as I'm sure everyone listening to this podcast has paid more than $750 over the past uh, couple of years. So uh, it's a great reading by the New York Times, great reporting. Now we know why Trump didn't want his tax returns, of course, to come out, uh, because it shows that uh, he's actually insolvent as well. So um, really stellar and stunning reporting by the New York Times. I just hope people will listen this time. Next up from the Wall Street Journal, Uber wins back its license to operate in London after a years-long battle. It won an appeal of its revocation of its operating license. The ruling is a step forward for Uber as a company as it tries to build trust with regulators after years of uh, cosmic warfare. Under co-founder Travis Kalanick, uh, Uber regularly went after regulators and the legal envelopes of companies where it's operated And, of course, that um, led to polarization in London where Uber lost its license to do business. So uh, I'm a big fan of Uber, at least I was when I traveled. And uh, if I ever start traveling again, I'm sure I'll be a big fan again. Uh, Next up in the always great Andrew um, Hill uh, on management column in the Financial Times, a very cautionary tale about leaders who think they can flout their own rules and what that means for um, organizations. Um, The rules obviously speak to a wider problem, the dangerous tendencies of leaders to behave as though they they are the exceptions to the rules. Carlos Goshen comes to mind immediately, but uh, he talks about uh, certain situations where uh, members or rather uh, uh, business leaders in London um, found themselves um, violating the uh, social distancing and mask orders and were called out for it. So it really speaks to a larger problem, of course, that when senior leaders uh, take the law into their own hands and consider themselves the law, it sends a terrible message throughout the organization that policies and procedures don't matter. And the companies that get into trouble for violating laws like the FCPA or money laundering or discrimination, sexual harassment, typically are, their leaders have led the charge because of their uh, lax following of the rules. So a great column by uh, Andrew Hill. I would definitely urge you to read it. And finally, an SEC press release as the SEC has char- or rather settled uh, actions against two public companies for violations that resulted in improper reporting of quarterly earnings. What makes this interesting was that it was part of the risk-based initiative by the SEC where they looked at risk information provided by companies in their public reports. And when 
the algorithm said, uh, hey, there's something here. There's an exception. It doesn't make sense. The SEC looked into it. So risk-based enforcement is here. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.